0: a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you are able to check out the last fresh episode, number 200, that featured a full recap of the peak summer weekend, June 16th through 19th in Dillon, Morrison, and Vail, Colorado. There is a link in the show notes in case you missed that. This week on the show, we're going to start unpacking Summer Tour, starting with the July 8th show in Baldwinsville, New York, then July 9th at Levitate Music and Arts Festival in Marshfield, Massachusetts, July 10th at Freeman Arts Pavilion in Selbyville, Delaware, and July 14th at Roanoke Festival Island Park in Outer Banks, North Carolina. I was going to bring you a conversation with my mom in this episode. Um, We're still in the process of getting that finished and on your way soon. Um, My uncle uh, passed away recently, and so we've had a bunch of family here um, to do the memorial service and, of course, just... All of the emotions and things that come with that. So we're still working on that. And I'm very excited for everyone to hear um, her thoughts and feelings of her first Umphreys experience. Um, She's been making a dream covers set list. So now anytime that we're in the car um, and she has Sirius XM radio and so like the classic Rewind channel or uh, any of those, you know, older music channels that are on there. She'll hear a song and she'll be like, "Have they ever covered this?" I'm like, "No," and she'll, "Oh, they they would do this really good." And then she'll like maybe add it to her list or she'll ask me like, "Who do you think uh, would sing this if they covered it?" And so it's a pretty cool thing and it's pretty funny too. Um, when we hear songs, she'll like ask me these questions now and stuff and one day she like looked over at me and she said what have I become and I'm like you've become an um freak mom that's what happened so I'm really excited for everybody to um hear her thoughts and and feelings of finally being able to go to a show um, and to hear what she's put on her dream covers set list because there are some really really good ones on there so stay tuned for that that is coming First up, let's chat about the show on July 8th at Bud Light Amphitheater at Paper Mill Island in Baldwinsville, New York. This would be only the third time that the band has played at this venue. It's been a few years since the last time, May 17th, 2018. Fun fact, the album It's You dropped at midnight after this show. Um, I remember driving home and looking for something to listen to and that album popped up and i was like wait a minute what the hell is this <laughs> it was like oh okay i guess we're totally listening to this hell of a way to you know come home from a show and you're just like already jazzed from the evening and then there's just this new music that drops. So that was uh, an interesting like thing I thought about when we were there this last year. I was like, oh, yeah, the last time we were here, I remember that. And the show had just started, um, which is really interesting. Like a couple weeks before that, the beginning of May was my first episode when it was the um, Freak Parents podcast. So that was also uh, pretty interesting kind of to like look back on and think about. The only other time they've graced this stage was June twenty seventh, two 2009. Another fun thing about that evening, um, my mom, who used to do concert photography as her job when I was a kid, came out of retirement and took a few photos during the first set, which was super awesome to watch. Anyways, just her back in the pit taking pictures at a concert. just made me think of all the times that I would go to work with her when I was a kid. Um, I got to see a lot of really cool music uh, in the 90s because of that. Um, but to see her being able to do that again anyway. But then to be like, ah, she's taking pictures of umphrees <laughs> Like that was just really, um, really cool. And just kind of a, one of those fun like full circle moments too. The rest of the night I got to take photos. Um, I used one of her really awesome cameras, and I thoroughly impressed myself with the snaps that I got. Um, A bunch of those are up on the DATC Media website, which I will link in the show notes, and you can also see some in the summer edition of Crooked Conversations. Check out patreon.com slash DATC Media Company um, for more on how you can snag yourself a copy. Also in the show notes, you'll find a link for my 2022 highlights playlist that contains the songs that we'll chat about in this episode, as well as songs I thought were worth remembering from the whole year so far. Um, As I've said before, that is an ever-evolving list, so even if you've checked it out, um, make sure you give it another look because it's always having new stuff added to it um, after the guys play a show and I listen to it. So check that out. The weather this evening in Baldwinsville was just absolutely awesome. Such a beautiful night for a rock show. Not to have attendance bias or anything, but this night was really hot. They always throw it down when they play here. And I think that if you have the chance to come up north and come to a show here, it would definitely be worth it. It's one of those places that isn't a big name destination venue. Um, You know, when I'm asking people their favorite place to see Umphrees or their bucket list place to see Umphrees. Um nobody's listing Baldwinsville, New York. (laughs) You know, it's one of those shows that um it has a great turnout, but it doesn't sell out. But like the set list is always super ripping and, you know, it's I think that it's a must-hit spot as an Umfreak. Um I feel that way about um Avondale Brewing Company in Birmingham, Alabama. They always throw it down at that place, and that's definitely a place that, like, I would personally love to see them. You know, I mean, I've seen them at Red Rocks now twice, and I've seen them at the Fillmore in Detroit, and, you know, there's definitely some other big-name air quote places that I would like to see them, Um, but those other places, like I mentioned with Avondale Brewing, those are the kind of... Those are the kind of places that I, you know, wanna see them. And I feel that way about uh, this venue in Baldwinsville. So if you ever have the chance to come up this way and see them there, I highly suggest that you make that happen. Getting this evening in Baldwinsville started with Cemetery Walk, followed by Phil's Farm, the first tune from the evening that would find a seat on my highlights list charging off real defiantly at three minutes, calming itself down and coming to a more even level as it dances off, rotating around, coming to an abrupt stop, Jake ripping it right open about 11 minutes, unleashing some serious rage as it matter-of-factly ventures on, but only for a little bit, putting the brakes on and cooling its heels to catch its breath, driving right back into Phil's. that was uh one of the tunes that my mom was up there taking pictures for and she has a service dog um his name is anubis and he was hanging with me while she went to go take some pictures and i took him right up to the rail he has this little like hood thing that you put up over his head and over his ears obviously the music's loud when you're up there so we had his like little hood thing on him and he came up to the rail with me and raged that fills. And he had such a good time. He had the biggest smile on his face. Um, it was actually his first concert. Um, my mom said that he had done like, they have a thing here in Buffalo called Shakespeare in the park and they do Shakespeare plays in the park. (laughs) obviously, um, so he'd never been to a rock show before, so that was um a really fun, awesome part of the evening, too, and the fact that he really enjoyed it um and all the people that were there he he really loves it, so that was really fun, and that will always be a memory I have of raging the rail uh, to fills with my mom's service dog so new wings next taking its second live spin. Last week, I chatted about the video that the band released. Check that out if you haven't. Link in the show notes. And also, have you had the chance to check out the House of Um, I Spy contest? That's super cool. I think they announced it last week. I think it was last week or the week before. Weeks are like melding together at this point. Um, But they recently announced that Um, And then you can go through and submit 57 Easter eggs that you find. I did it once. I'm assuming that you probably could go back and submit again. Because I'm sure um, once you find some, you'll find some more. Um, There's a bunch of different prizes on different levels. And the more Easter eggs that everybody finds, um, everything's like unlocked. So far, we've unlocked two levels. I believe the first one was a video from Stasek and then the second one was 20% off Umphreys merch. I believe the next one is a track, an acoustic track from Asking for a Friend. Um, Some really cool things that we can unlock. So... If you haven't taken a look and submitted some finds, you should do that. Um, It's also just a lot of fun to look in there and see what Pete Herzog and his amazing wife, Stephanie, put in there. Some of like the super creative, like nerdy little things in there. You're just like, oh, my God, that is so cool. Um, So excellent work. Shout out to them. Um, What a very cool thing. There's also a video after they premiered, the New Wings video, of Kevin talking to Pete about the whole process. Um, So if you haven't watched that, I think that you need to check that out too. Um, Contest is running until September 1st or a certain number of Easter eggs were found, whichever happens first. Um, So there's a little bit of time left, but I think you should definitely check it out. Number five, next. Another one from the evening that found a spot on my highlights list. Slipping down the reggae rabbit hole slightly before six minutes. Seductively dancing along. Defiantly stepping back into number five six minutes later. Floating into the next tune, Out of Order. Rocker, after that. Only played 19 times ever. Which... I did not realize until I checked that. I mean, I knew, you know, like, oh, my God, we're getting a rocker right now. Like, that's fucking awesome. And I even said that to my mom as we were leaving. I'm like, Mom, you got a rocker tonight. And she's like, I don't know what that means, but you sound really excited about it. So I will be, like, excited, too. (laughs) But then I came home and I looked and I'm like, oh, my God, only 19 times? Okay, (laughs) I didn't realize it. Last time taken for a spin earlier in the year, February 20th, 2022, at The Signal in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Before that, February 3rd, 2018, at Wings Events Center in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Closing out the first set of the evening with a mighty fine seasons. That would find a spot on my highlights list. Shaking off seasons proper about two and a half, Joel leading the way as we venture into the thick of the jam, going off into a straight up dance party, taking it all the way out to the stratosphere, very nicely driving back into seasons slightly after nine minutes. And, you know, I don't do this often or... I can't even remember the last time. Um, But I'm giving out an MVP award for this evening and I'm giving it to Joel. Numerous times during the evening, in the moment, I would think or say, fuck yeah, Joel. And that happened again several times re listening to the evening. So I'm giving out an MVP and I'm giving it to Joel. (laughs) Whoppy Sprayberry to open the second set. And I've had some people ask me which one I like better, this one or the one they just played on August 7th in Alaska, because that one is also very nasty. And you'll find both of them on my 2022 highlights list. Tough, of course, because they're each great for their own reasons, but my vote goes to this one from Baldwinsville. Driving off slightly after five minutes, rounding the corner slightly after nine minutes and embodying more hopefulness as it soars and glides through the sky, starting to materialize its way back into Wapi slightly before 12 minutes, methodically and very calculated, building itself back together, bursting back into it two minutes later. And I would love to know if you had to choose between that one and the one from Alaska, Which one gets your vote? Reach out and let me know. There's definitely some other whoppies on uh, my playlist from the year that, you know, I will put up against each other when it comes time for voting. Um, But I had a couple people specifically ask me about that one in Alaska in comparison to the one in Baldwinsville. So that's why I uh, brought that up. Plunger next, a mighty fine version that enjoys an unchaperoned wander into the jungle. I talk about this tune during the last fresh episode, um, particularly meaning the one from Dylan. Give that a spin if you haven't. It had me in tears in the moment. And, you know, thinking about it, it's still like, Gives me those feels. Um, Another nice version from the year is the plunger from St. Augustine from the beginning of June. Both you will find on my 2022 highlights list. Um, But I don't know, that one from Dylan, I'm kind of pulling of that one being the plunger uh, of the year. Maybe someday next, followed by a very nice fatty kabump. This you will also find on my highlights playlist. Slyly creeping itself through the jam, starting slightly after two minutes, getting a little haphazard and dizzy as it continues on. I remember how satisfied and amused that Stasic and Bayless looked as Stasic was messing around with his pedal. About six and a half. They were like, you know, Sasek was pretty proud of himself and Bayless was a little impressed. And, you know, just the silly little faces that they make at each other was it's just, I love that stuff so much. Building some aggressiveness less than a minute later, emitting out some serious arena rock vibes. Very nicely sauntering back into Kabump. Just so very nonchalantly, slightly after nine minutes disrobing and seductively dancing off about a minute later, remembering its previous feelings as it heads out the door, falling down a dreamy rabbit hole, finding its way into intentions clear, adventuring off slightly after four minutes, lacing up its boogie shoes a little tighter about five minutes later, but only dancing for a little bit, floating off into the dark abyss coming back into the atmosphere as Cemetery Walk 2. Bayless would wander over and join Joel on the keys, taking a very determined adventure through the jungle, beginning slightly before three and a half, working itself up, sliding right into Cemetery Walk 2 proper about four minutes later, and that would close out the second set of the evening. Encore. In the kitchen, I love the way the jam hopefully soars out, lifting off and gathering momentum about six and a half, really finding air and lighthearted belief in itself over a minute later, bursting through the clouds about eight minutes. Just one of those jams that gives you all the feels and goosebumps. Coming to a more even level a few seconds later, setting its sights on landing back in two in the kitchen proper
1: hey this is rob turner i hope you're enjoying this podcast on the dropped among this crowd media network but my friend jimmy knowledge and i also have a podcast on this network that we'd like you to listen to don't we jimmy it's called the umfrey's wow show what we're doing at least in this season it uh, we're perfectly willing to let the podcast evolve over the course of time but season one We're going through various old-school Humphreys McGee songs and exploring them with comments from the band and from the listeners. Generally, we have a side A that's more of a general overview, and then we have a side B where Jimmy knowledge signs even more than usual. Right, Jimmy? Tell them about side B. Side B is for the curious, the folks that have their scuba gear on and are diving deeper into the improv world and, and uh, a lot of the, the gooey goodness that happens in, in each of these songs. They, they all have a unique personality, and we explore that. The best versions of the song, the, the uh, traces of where the song came from and the songs that came from improvisation out of these songs. And then we have a metal round with a guest from the Umphreys world. And they each, Jimmy, myself, and the guest pick their top three versions of said song. And then you, the listener, vote on them. And there is some waxing poetic. Not too much. Well, maybe sometimes too much. But we appreciate it if you give us a chance and listen. It's the Humphreys Wow show on Dropped Among This Crowd Media. Thank you, Sarah. Well, that's up. the first thing when you did this podcast on cooking. You were like, well, let's cook. Let's pick something let's go to the from woods. the woods and yeah. make a meal out of it. That cool. was your first Good. thing. Join us as we talk about food <laughs> and music. We'll you let's do all new out. songs. You know, and that's just the way career. I am. I like that instinct. I'm from, always you know, like that. I'm like, I don't want to play the old shit. I want to play, you know, new, new, new. <laughs> politics and uh, conspiracies. The guys don't say complete demolition because they were insane. Which I don't it sounds like bullshit. It sounds like bullshit. It's just like 9-11, right? And the wild world of sports. But there was one, like I'll go to Bryant He got screwed in the postseason because they said he didn't finish. He made a catch. He turned his body. He stepped over. And then he dropped And then he dropped And the Cowboys and a lot of people. I complete the catch. the Check out our new podcast called Stew on This. Tune us in and see what's cooking.
0: All right. Back to the show. July 9th, Levitate Music and Arts Festival in Marshfield, Massachusetts. Last time they played at this festival was a little bit ago, July 8th, 2017. Boy, that feels like ages ago. (laughs) 2017 feels like so, so long ago. This evening would be only one set and was webcast for free. Unfortunately, I did not find a link to rewatch this anywhere. The seven-song set would open with the silent type right into Miss Tinkles, getting grimy as it digs its heels in slightly before three and a half, shaking that off and gathering some determination, climbing higher and higher toward the atmosphere, driving right back into Tinkles about eight minutes. Attachments next, detaching itself and becoming its own person slightly after seven minutes, gleefully dancing along, taking a moment to catch its breath before continuing to drive along headfirst into a totally different dimension, reaching all corners of the galaxy during its adventure out among the stars, bringing the spaceship in for a landing, gliding into the next tune, Booth Love, followed by I Don't Know What I Want, deciding to venture off early, only after about a minute in, enjoying a nice four-ish minute comfortable cruise before coming back into I Don't Know What I Want proper. Another new tune, Small Strides Next, the third time this one would see live action, At the time of this episode's recording, it's taken seven spins. This was one of the tunes from The Evening that found a spot on my highlights list, the aforementioned attachments. um, I threw that on there too. Small Strides would fall into some serious perk world, sort of a Susudio Phil Collins action slightly after six minutes before bringing it back home. I really love what they're allowing Small Strides to do just since its debut in early June in Maine. That one is going to continue to be so much fun watching it mature and them get comfortable with it. Um, I honestly feel that way about pretty much every song on the new album. Ones that they've played and ones that they haven't. Um, It's just going to be a lot of fun to watch those mature. A standalone bridge list to end the evening. Um, if you're watching the webcast, maybe you caught it. I'm sure if you're on the Facebook groups, you heard about this. Um, but some guy tried to jump on the stage at the end of bridgeless. Um Maybe you caught Ryan booting the guy in the face um, or Robbie coming out from the side stage and smacking the dude. Um, It was pretty crazy, like, the way that it all happened, and then you hear Bayless at the end saying, you know, stay in your own lane, and then you get online, and you start reading people's comments and things, and you're just like, oh, my God. (laughs) But it's like, fuck around and find out, right? I mean, you're going to rush the stage. You're going to get a boot in the face. So that was pretty crazy. Kind of hilarious to see him get smacked like that. Um, But, yeah, hell of a way to end that set. Did you know that DATC Media Company is now on Patreon? Yep, offering all sorts of really awesome exclusive merch items, content, and more to our incredible patrons. There's a variety of tiers, options, and ways for you to show your love and support. Your monthly contribution helps make Dropped Among This Crowd podcast, the Umphreys Wow Show, Crooked Conversations, and a ton more umphreys fan related content coming soon possible check it all out at patreon.com slash datc media company all right next up july 10th in selbyville delaware at freeman arts pavilion only the second time the band has played in delaware the other time was back in 2009, April 2nd, at the Grand Opera House in Wilmington, starting the evening with August. And if you would like some insight and history on this tune, and you'd like to hear my top three versions, check out episode three, four, and five of the Umphreys Wow Show, where Rob Turner and Jimmy Knowledge put this tune under the microscope. Bayliss, Stasic, and Joel offer some history into the song, and Joel talks about what it was like to play it as a five-piece during the recent 420 Fest when Jake was not there. Um, lots of great stories from those three, so check those episodes out. Um, actually, all the episodes of The Wow Show. Link in the show notes or anywhere you podcast. Crucial Taunt next, followed by New Tune, So Much, only the second time it has been played. And at the time of this episode's recording, has not seen any other plays yet. The rest of this first set would find itself on my highlights playlist. First up, a very nasty, nothing too fancy sandwich. Sensually venturing off on its own about 10 minutes. Joel launching us into the stratosphere, continuing to trudge along matter-of-factly, leaving nothing too fancy in the dust for now, cooling its heels, coming back to life as similar skin, wandering into the jungle about three minutes, strapping on its dancing boots, dabbling in a little what I thought sounded like a Holland Oats no-can-do tease a few seconds later. Enjoying a very nice Sunday scenic drive. Coming back into similar skin about nine and a half. Floating into the conclusion of nothing too fancy. Strategically building back together. First set for the evening ending with Jajunk. Featuring a Top Gun anthem about ten minutes-ish. I just love Jajunk. That tune is so fucking good. It Doesn't Matter what opened the second set, picking things up and dancing into the turbo version at three and a half, embodying its own separate ideas slightly after nine minutes, creeping into the shadows about four minutes later, stepping right into a very nice mechanical dance party that makes you forget where we even started this set. I love when that happens, when you are so lost inside this jam in a good way. There's other bands that that happens and it's just because I think they themselves are lost and forgot where they were, but I digress. Um, This is one of those jams where you're lost inside of it and you want to be. You're just like, I don't remember where we started, but that's okay because I love where we are right now. (laughs) slamming on the brakes at 17 minutes and bringing it back home into It Doesn't Matter. That was just a whole bunch of fun, so it found a spot on my highlights list. Preamble into Mantis. This would in time reveal itself as a sandwich with two songs stuffed inside. Before getting into that, this would completely abandon Mantis and embody something completely different about six minutes sounding like it's teetering on the edge of Rage Against the Machine, like it wanted to, but it pulled back and was like thinking about it and was like, no, a little interesting of dabbling in there. This is one of those jams where I can just visually see it in my head, specifically Jake navigating the direction with hand signals and all that, like, I mean, it happens, obviously, many, many times in a show. But there are certain times, and it does, this doesn't happen every time I listen to a show, but every once in a while there'll be a part of a jam where I can just, I can visually like see what's happening on the stage. Because I've seen it so many times. But you can just very vividly see them communicating and navigating the direction of this jam. I think that's really cool. Nerdy, but cool. (laughs) Climbing the mountain more and more, falling to a more even level slightly after 12 minutes, and leaving Mantis behind for now, sidestepping into Wife Soup. A very nice Hurt Birdbath next before we head into the conclusion of Mantis. 40s theme to close out the second set in Delaware, and for the encore, Slacker. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of Umphreaks? Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreaks-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd media company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd media company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow Umphreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, so that brings us to the final show we're going to talk about this week. July 14th at Roanoke Island Festival Park in the Outer Banks, North Carolina. The first time at this venue and the first time playing a show at the Outer Banks. This evening would kick off with Conduit, followed by All in Time, Abandoning its roots slightly before three minutes, being very delicate and intentional where it steps as it begins its journey out, finding more confidence about three minutes later as it matter of factly drives forward, falling to earth two minutes later to catch its breath, dust itself off, lace up its dancing shoes, and charge forward, slipping into some interstellar griminess on its way out the door leaving all in time as an afterthought for now. We'll see the conclusion of that later on. Kimball next, followed by Suxity. Not the biggest fan of this tune at its core, but I appreciate the jam vehicle that it is, and they allow this one to stretch its legs, like it's in the extended legroom seat on an airline. The Silent Type next with a very Joel-heavy lead jam in the thick of this. Slightly after the five-minute mark, it kind of sounds familiar to me. um, Especially what Joel is playing as the rest of the guys are coming back inside the Silent Type at seven minutes. um. So listen back to that. And if you know what it is, reach out and tell me because... I listened to it a couple times and I can't put my finger on it, Um, but it definitely sounds familiar. And then he hangs on to that as everybody else comes back into the silent type. So if you know, let me know. Maybe it's just something that uh, has come out before and he's trying it out again. I don't know, but it definitely sounds familiar. Rounding out this first set with Visions, last time played 815, 2021 at Lurdenson Amphitheater at Waterworks Park in Des Moines, Iowa. Followed by the debut of new tune Pure Saturation that has at the time of this recording seen two other plays, including the next night at the Stone Pony. We'll get into the Stone Pony show. Um, in the next episode in two weeks. This first time out, they would keep it standard, stepping right into the conclusion of that all in time from earlier in the evening to close out the first set. The second set, starting full of authority with Ringo, taking no time asserting its dominance slightly after two and a half, calming its attitude a little bit about three minutes but not forgetting its roots of aggression, working itself all up and slamming back into Ringo slightly after eight minutes, saundering off when it heads out again, no big deal, slipping right into an Imperial Death March tease at 12 minutes, then dancing off like that didn't just happen. It was pretty fucking sick. And then they're just like, oh, no, we're back over here everybody's just like oh shit that was so cool (laughs) digitally materializing through space as it moves closer and closer to bringing it back home to Ringo pulling it back into the driveway slightly after 18 minutes that massive adventure finds a spot on my highlights playlist small strides from asking for a friend next going on its fourth spin stretching its legs and going on a very nice scenic drive about three minutes, turning the corner and driving right back into small strides seven-ish minutes later. Like I said before, the new songs are just going to be so much fun to watch mature. And as the guys get more and more comfortable with it and, you know, how they want to stretch it and, you know, See what it can do here between these two songs or here in the opener or here, whatever. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how these just all progress and grow. Um, and Small Strides is, is definitely up there with the ones that I feel that about. I threw that also um, on my highlights list. A stacked puppet string sandwich would round out the second half of this second set. Drifting off, left to its own devices to do whatever the hell it wants, slightly after five minutes, leaving Puppet String in the rear view after about six minutes. Ocean Billy patiently waiting to build underneath, finally getting its chance to reveal itself, wandering off its leash slightly after seven minutes, aggressively reeling it back in about six minutes later, putting the pieces of Ocean Billy back together. Got Your Milk next with the pieces of puppet delicately coming back together as Stasek takes our hand and leads us out the door about a minute on the tail end of that milk, bringing that puppet string to completion to close out the second set. Encore for this evening, Dump City sinking into a Prince-esque interstellar dance party slightly after four minutes that was no doubt getting every last person dancing in that place one last time for the night. I love that. you're just like, all right, we're gonna do this one more time, guys. So get all the rest of it out. (laughs) All right, so that's everything for this week of the show. Thank you so much for listening. There are a bunch of links in the show notes, including where you can listen to these shows that we chatted about. Um, I do link in there besides Um Live and Nugs. Um, If these songs are available on Relisten or Archive, you'll find links there, too. You'll also find links for anything else randomly that I may have mentioned. Also in the show notes, links for the DATC pod vault stuffed with all sorts of back episodes to listen to. Uh, this is episode 201. Still blows my mind. Um, so there is a lot of past episodes over the past couple of years. Um, 2018. So yeah, four and a half years of episodes for you to dig into lots of conversations, past shows, so much. So check that out. You can also find out more information on how you can support DATC Media on Patreon and so much more. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks. Mad love.